0: Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, everyone. The City Council's budget work session will now come to order. Uh, Madam Clerk, if you would read the Chamber emergency evacuation announcement followed by the roll call. Yes, upon activation of the emergency alarm signal, all persons should immediately exit the building. Please use the exit to the left or right front of the council chamber or the east-west stairway outside the rear doors of the chamber. Do not use the elevators or the escalator. After exiting the building, proceed to the assembly area located in the parking lot, bordered by Clay 8th and 9th streets. Citizens and employees should assist visually and hearing impaired visitors with exiting the building. There will be no opportunity for public comment during this meeting. And Madam President, for the record, all members of Council are present with the exception of Councilor Lynch. You do have a quorum. Thank you, Madam Clerk. Uh, Mr. Eichelberger, if you would um, begin our walkthrough.
1: Yes, ma'am. I had hoped to be able to show you on the screen the changes that we're making, but that doesn't appear to be functioning all that smoothly. So what we're going to do is we're going to go over some of the changes, and Samson's got the spreadsheet on a computer over to my side. He's going to make those entries and tell us what the revised running total is. But let me start by saying that after the meeting yesterday, I went back and I took what I thought were your intents and put them into the spreadsheet in this column called Council Potential Increases. And the net result of that was that you had the $2.7 million in additional revenue. Uh, that certific- The actual formal letter of certification for that is still outstanding. So I'm going to assume it's going to come because we were promised yesterday that it would. And I'm going to assume you can spend that. But you got it? Okay, great. So we've got the certification. So that money is good to go. Um, and then you've got... Total increases, according to my recollection and interpretation of what you did yesterday, of 18.8 million, and then budget reductions of 16, 15 million of that is just that te- technical adjustment for schools. So you really had a million dollars that was spendable. Um, so that puts you out of balance by 91,232 dollars. That's just the 383, 715, uh, and subtract from that the 3, 338, um, 807. So you're a little bit out of balance. So what I want to do is go back over, and we'll get to the decreases in a minute. I went over the the, the two major ones. Uh, there's one that you didn't resolve yesterday. So what I did, as I said, is I put in what my interpretation of your position was at the end of the work session yesterday. And most of these are ones that I'm pretty sure uh, about. So let me just skip down in the, the council agencies category. You've got a total of 552,000. Then there's this technical amendment to um, appropriate the money for schools. And uh, the city attorney already has the changes necessary to the public ed ordinance. That's ordinance 2020 058, I believe. Um, and that's modeled on what you did back for the 19 uh, to 20 fiscal year.
0: Mr. Eichelberger, I, if you could hold, I have a question. Councilwoman Nye.
2: Thank you. I thought we were going to hear from schools today.
3: Did I? We are. um, um, Council Member Nye, I spoke with Jason Cameras this morning, and he said we would have the budget information by one o'clock. I just called again to say it's past one and where we're located. So we're just waiting. Okay. So the the plan is for them to come to our meeting? The plan is not necessarily for them to come, but it was to deliver and submit at least the budget that they approved so that you would know the amount, um, the exact amount that they uh, approved last night. But again, I have called, gone text, and I will let you know as soon as I find
1: out. Madam President, if if I could Yes, I'm going to try to clarify how this hopefully will work. There is 15 million additional allocated in the budget at present for Richmond Public Schools. There is also some assumptions that the administration had to make in the absence of a school board budget about how much money was going to come from the feds, how much money was going to come from the state. And on the state side, that might all be wrong anyway, because the state hasn't finished their budget yet. They haven't. They're still in conference on their budget, so there's a lot that still is is up in the air and subject change with the school budget. So by going the route of taking the money out of non-departmental and moving it so that you've actually appropriated that 15 million for public ed, but you do it by category based on the information that the administration. And we have at the moment, you come up with a school board ordinance, which is the actual governing ordinance under which the school board has to operate that appropriates all of their money. And it's like $456 million or something like that. If you include the 15 million. Now, what my hope would be is that you concentrate today in, finishing your operating budget, including moving that $15 million. You take a little break, you move on to capital, you finish your capital budget, and then you're basically done with your budget except for the formalities of us working with Haskell Brown and his staff to get everything in order. What that lets you do is have the school people come in here sometime in the next month or two they didn't approve that thing until late last night. So they can give you a nice, orderly, thorough presentation sometime between now and the first of the year, at which point they can ask you to amend your your ordinance 2022-058 to reflect what they've explained to you and what they've actually got from the state and what they've actually got coming from the feds and that 15 million that you've moved. So that saves you the time of having to go into a lot of detail about the school board budget right now, which in my opinion, you don't have the luxury of time to get into that. It also doesn't help you move your budget forward. So we'll finish your budget, and then sometime in the next couple months, the school board can come and, and present uh, what they would like you to do in terms of changing that ordinance to match what they've done. And that's about the best scenario I can give you under the circumstance. It's extremely unfortunate that the school board budget wasn't produced as required by uh, state statute back in February, but the best I can do is the scenario I've, I've outlined for you. Okay, does that make does that make sense? Anybody got any questions about how that might work? Thank okay. you. Um, so I'm going to operate, and Samson are going to operate on the assumption that we are not going to spend any time actually hearing from the schools today we're just going to go forward with the general fund budget and then the capital budget so what we've done uh moving on to the increases as i said uh i got down as far as the 15 million and again i've I've talked to haskell about how to deal with that uh ordinance and that'll come to you um with the other amendments that are introduced then uh, my assumption was after the conversation yesterday that we had $50,000 for the Partnership for Housing Affordability. Uh, moving on down, we had $75,000 for the uh, Housing and Community Development for an FTE uh, for Homeless and Outreach. Um, it does not include the 75,000 that was asked for for uh, assistance. Uh, And then moving on down, we've got $300,000 for uh, rehabilitation of mobile homes. That for that category is $425,000. Moving down to compensation, what we've got in the way I left it yesterday was $500,000 for collective bargaining. And this is a number that came up last night. and a document that was provided by the administration. The 684232 is a one-time 1% bonus for defined benefit pension program retirees. So it's the exact same thing they would have gotten under the original amendment, but because you don't have 40 years of payments into the future, you don't have a present value of 6200000 million, you've just got the money you're going to spend in FY23. So that's the 684. Now, if I go back up to the 500,000, discussion this morning with the patron indicates that we could do that with the original, uh, with the administration's proposed amount of 330,000. So Sampson's going to make that change to the 500 to make that 330. Um, moving on down, excuse me, that 500,000 is more, that's sort of an arbitrary number. Um, and so the 330 is a number the administration had actually worked out of what costs they currently know about. So we'll start budgeting that and call the discussion yesterday. It's phased in over the year instead of being all on July 1st, because they don't think they can hire everybody right off of that.
4: Yeah, Councilman Jones. Uh, if we could, I know we're going to get down to government services next. I've been talking to a couple of my colleagues about the importance of having libraries open on Sunday and how that's important to 9th, 8th district and other, you know, other areas throughout the city. That instead of, you know, taking that up to 500,000, can we take that 170,000, put it right there at line 20 for the public library and see how close to that 500,000 we can get? Because, again, that that, that's.
0: So, Mr. Jones, the
1: five hundred is going to three thirty.
4: No, he's he took the three thirty to five hundred.
1: No, I what I what I said was the discussion with the patron this morning, that five hundred can go down to reduced three thirty. So that's that's something that I've. It, it's not reflected here because when I tried to do it, it messed up the spreadsheet.
4: The spreadsheet but it, so so it's not reflected in this number, though, correct?
1: It's not reflected in the number that's on this printed page because that was a change that came up in discussions this morning. But that would go to three thirty, so it frees up the $170,000 difference for some other things. And I'll get to those in a minute. But well, hold on, before we get to the other things… We can drive some of those other things. Are, no, 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 don't get me wrong. What I was going to say is let me go over the spreadsheet, but at the end of the day, you are the governing body. Whatever okay. I suggest or what the administration proposed is really asking for your permission to spend the money that way. You understand. are the governing body.
4: That's so, what, let me, so, I mean, we can cut across the field and just say mm-hmm. libraries is a priority for council. And so okay, so that in, can, I'm, I'm just saying because, again, what we have, what, and I I respect, I respect what he's done. No, but and there's some. Go, go on. On that he came back with recommendations, and I understand that. But those recommendations still were made absent us, and I know this is our time to opine and, and to share. So I'm just sharing right now.
0: That right.
4: Priority. So <laughs> a major priority on, on South Side is is library service on Sunday. So I'm done. Thank you.
0: Okay, so Mr. Jones, to your point, absolutely correct. What Bill is trying to capture is what we left the table with yesterday as an understanding of things that we wanted to make sure we're in. And some of the things were not, for example, there was one that we discussed that was in but was not captured by Bill. So we're trying to get all of that first and then can look at the bottom line and then come back.
2: Balance the budget if we do X,
4: Y, Z. Well, hold on. Before we look at saying that we have a balanced budget, are there other priorities that we could Absolutely. look at? Absolutely. And so that that that's that's all I'm saying.
0: Right. We're just first capturing what we think we left the table with people uh, in agreement on on yesterday. Get those in, and then looking at that bottom line yes, and ma'am. any discussion from this morning with the modification, because we already came right. in with a negative. Um, balance from now, yesterday.
1: Just just to make sure everybody's on the same page, the way that I would hope we'll work through this is as I hit a line, if you're okay with that change, we'll just go ahead and Samson will enter that change in the, the workbook. So in this case, the change we're talking about is going from my assumption at the end of the day yesterday after the discussion of 500000 now could be 330. So I'm suggesting we save $170,000 on that line item. What council does with that 170000 Yes, there are some proposals that you're going to hear me go over, but it's up to council to decide how to spend that $170,000. And if you don't okay. go along with the proposal, that's perfectly fine. Yes. So there, that number changed to 330. And the next number, which is the retiree compensation, I think I went over this a second ago, that's the 1% uh, bonus that's the same as what was requested. It's just one-time bonus instead of a COLA. Then we move on in line 18 and 18A. um, I came away yesterday with the understanding that that was $80,000 for both of those items, that they were the same or very similar things, I am told that was a, a misunderstanding on my part, that those are different things, and that what the, the discussion really intended to come away with was the full 80,000 for the first one and 130,000 for the second. So instead of 80, that's 240. So this is one of those points where council needs to tell me if my understanding is in fact a misunderstanding.
0: That was what Are I you recorded. Okay
1: with the 80 and the 130 for those two items?
0: That's what I recorded. It was 130 and 80 for a total of 210 from yesterday, based on the discussion that was had.
1: That's in, in the so, notes. I don't hear any um, objections to that at the moment. And again, along the same lines, nothing's final till it's final. so we can come back. The next thing is the $150,000 for the two FTEs for urban forester and uh, an arborist. The next is $100,000 for the study of Brooklyn Park Boulevard, North Avenue. And then moving on to the next page. The next item is the $571,000 for the ambulance authority, and that would be budgeted to debt service. Uh, because it's debt on the ambulances, and then the final thing in that category is uh, seventy-three thousand seven hundred and fifty dollars. Well, it's next to last, Mister. Michael Berger, for the uh, tax relief for the elderly and disabled.
0: Um, if you come back up to twenty-nine, we left the table with uh, some agreement uh, yeah. uh, there of at least thirty-five thousand dollars.
1: Yeah, that that for the soil and border conservation commission again my understanding was that there was a zero there that appears to be incorrect um the understanding of the others the members of council was 50 but the patron this morning says that they could uh, make do with 35 so instead of 50 it would be 35000 so samson's going to make that entry in the worksheet i already discussed the 73750 And then finally, there's the $9,000 for the the stipends for the Maggie Walker board members. And that brings that category to, well, my understanding, what was uh, 983,750, and Samson can give us a new total.
2: 1,148,750. The next item
1: um, in the the pink area. Let me see if I can get this thing to go down for you, so we can actually follow this. Now, the next item in this area uh, is seventy-five thousand dollars for the Office of Aging and Persons with Disabilities for one FTE, uh, and that's the only thing in that area for a total of seventy-five. Then there number.
2: Uh Vice, Vice President Robertson had her hand up. Yes. Um,
0: There was I um, thought
3: it was one that said it was one hundred fifty and we decided you only needed one staff and
2: this
1: one. Yeah. I thought it Yeah, that's I we up okay. here Okay. Okay. That that was on line nine. Uh council member uh Jordan had a, a an amendment for one FTE for the city's homeless outreach and to assist the homeless and that was seventy five and seventy five, but I don't think that includes the assisting homeless. But that's, that's the one I mentioned there. Um, so they're, they're not directly related. Um, so we got 75 for that. And then the final category, uh, other are a series of amendments for non-departmental and going through those neighborhood resource center, Fulton, 40,000, Richmond Community of Caring, 40,000, Virginia League for Safer Streets, uh, 25,000, which brings them to a total of 50, girls for change, Camp Diva. 15,000, which brings them to 30. The Enrichment Foundation, 50,000. Youth Violence Prevention was zero, of course. Um, Metropolitan Business League, 25,000, brings them to 100. Venture Richmond for Manchester, 200,000. Um, the Literacy Lab, 26,250. And the Storefront for Community Design uh, for participative, participative Budgeting, 150. And the total category there, is 571,250, and that brings you to a grand total
2: of, well, that section is 571,250. What's the grand total for all? Next slide down.
1: 18,786,232. THAT'S SLIGHTLY LESS THAN WHAT WE HAD BEFORE. SAMSON, if, IF YOU DON'T MIND, I'M GOING TO STEP OVER AND LOOK AT SAMSON'S COMPUTER FOR ONE SECOND.
2: but even some
0: are we recalculating that balance
1: yeah samson's going to zoom in and we're going to look at the balance which should be shown. Okay. one more line down samson wrong spreadsheet uh go to the it's it's not adding something up right i need to sit with the spreadsheet for a minute but you should be right now in a slightly positive balance but for some reason and we had problems printing this thing this morning, too, so I need to just go sit with the spreadsheet for a couple of minutes, and I'll come back and give you the total. But you should be uh, slightly positive at this point. So if I can take a break uh, and go look at the spreadsheet <laughs> yes. and try to get it to where it's totally incorrect, are. Um, yeah. and then we'll come back and we can right. revisit if you want the library issue. Yeah. We should be good to go.
0: Before you go, Councilwoman Lambert.
5: Thank you, Madam Chair. Um, I um, was sitting here talking to my colleagues and following everything. Um, If we are looking at collective bargaining at 330, you're talking about 170. My colleague was talking about putting some funds towards the libraries. Um, I just want to make sure that line item... um, where these additional support for the Office of um, Aging and Persons with Disabilities. Um, I know my colleague questioned the 75. I just wanna make sure we had proposed 150, but we're only funding 75 for that one position. So the other 75,000, um, can we take the difference from the collective bargaining number that we're not gonna use? The either?
0: challenge is we had omitted an item from yesterday. When you go to 18 and 18A, mm-hmm. it should have been 80000 and 130000 that we discussed. But that did not get captured okay. in Bill's items, so that difference was going there. Okay. But it seems like we're still going to have a positive variance that we can discuss relative to um, LIBER and um, mm-hmm. oh, anything yeah. else. But that was an old – that one – I definitely captured that in my notes from yesterday from okay. the discussion okay. and that was just not included there.
5: Okay, I just want to make sure yeah. cuz okay. I know the staff was included administration addressed the staff that you know to use the matrix and so forth but right. um the 75,000 for operating just want to make sure that's in there for them as well.
0: So yeah. Sh- yeah, vice president and then I'll-
3: okay. My understanding from the discussion yesterday is that the one position that we had previously put in the office is still there. Okay. And so this 75 does add another position.
5: Okay. Okay. And Okay. Right.
3: Right. Okay. So then that'll be two.
5: Okay. Good. All right. Thank you for clarifying that. Thank you. All right.
0: Councilman Jones, you're next up. I'm trying to wait to see what the balance is so we know what. Okay.
1: If if we could have like a 10-minute break so that Samson and I can go over to make sure the spreadsheet's tracking properly, it appears to have gotten itself off somewhere.
0: Members, if we could um, just take a 10-minute break to accommodate um, the um, calculations here. Thank you. So we'll start it.
4: Yes, Councilman Jones. There we go. I'm just trying, before we go into break, and I I respect that fact, I appreciate the opportunity um, to take a breather. I I just want to kind of get on the same soapbox I've been on since my first um, time on council talking about how we utilize non-departmental, how we look to add different staff positions. And I have a
2: service for
4: majority of residents within our city that utilize our libraries. We know that by adding that amount, we can get libraries open. And and, and I'm just saying that, and just, just looking at just some of the things that we're gonna do, right? Just whether it's the non-departmental ads right here, whether it's our own within our council agencies as far as the inspector general, we haven't discussed that, uh, because that, that's to the tune of a quarter of a million dollars. We haven't discussed that. We're going to add a, a body there, but then everyone that goes to Broad Rock, everyone that goes to all these different libraries, they're not going to have access to those. So I, I would just put before us that as we, as we do some of these things, We we have, we have to make, we have an opportunity to make some budget considerations and I hope we would look at the services that we provide to tax paying residents versus just adding, you know, I hate to say it, but layers of government, right? I know that's kind of a GOP talking point, (laughs) but Mm -hmm. there's some truth to that. Before we, before we add more positions internally, what type of services are we providing that aren't just Niceties in um, in the city. People on the south side they hang their hat on Wi-Fi and copier print all these services at the local library. That's what Broad Rock is to a lot of our residents. And so to have the opportunity to have the extended hours during the week to be open on a Sunday and have hours there and do other programming there, uh, it's more than just one person or one department. So Thank,
0: thank you. you. Um, Councilwoman Jordan.
2: Thank you, Madam President. I, I think
0: we have the library executive director here, and I was just curious what his opinion was on hours and staffing and, and where the most need is and Oh, we can make sure we're servicing our constituents across the city. Mainly because and, uh, I, thought, I thought Bill was still working
6: on the spreadsheet. I, I thought back, but
0: we'd also ask the administration yeah. to be in conversation with yeah. libraries. And so I'd like to see if there was any update once Bill
1: takes us to the next. I, I, I can tell you that um, as humbling as it might be, never question Bill Gates uh, and Microsoft that negative 86, uh, 232 is still the number that you get when you subtract the um, eighteen seven eighty six in revenues. from um, When you subtract the spending from the revenues, you still come up negative 86. We changed the mix a little bit, but we're still roughly $90,000 um, in the red. So we've got to either go back and take some things out, modify some numbers further. Um, But it's not a huge amount of money, Um, so I'm confident that that can be done fairly short order.
2: I can't hear you, Mr Jordan.
0: I was just asking if these numbers reflect the proposed decreases, which we you know, have not decisioned on,
1: or if this is just versus the budget?
0: No, they do not.
1: They, okay. they do not count the decreases except for the two that you discussed yesterday. The one outstanding um, is the one that uh, Council Member Lynch put forward, and that was the negative two, $200,000 $200, to take out the money for the non-departmental, I uh, forget the name of it, um, Help me help you foundation, So there was that that amendment that there's no resolution on uh, the general tenor of the discussion seemed to be going in the direction of, of rejecting that amendment, but the decision was made to defer until Council Member Lynch could be here to explain it. Um, so that $200,000 is still outstanding, but right now even without going back to revisit the library issue, you're $86,000 in the red. So we need to find uh, money to come into balance, and if it's the will of council to provide some extra funding for libraries, we need to find money to do that. Okay.
0: Okay, So, Mr. Eichelberger, I want to be absolutely clear. We are saying at this point we have a negative uh, variance that we will need to address of $86,232. Correct. Okay. And so we can, I guess, we can start from the top and work down.
2: It's back here. You would have to take it out. It's in. No, wouldn't be. It's not in.
0: Okay while we are just everybody's taking a look at the sheet. Uh, Mr. Addison did you have a question of comment?
7: Just a question for following up with Dr. Jones's point. Um, are, we, are all libraries on frequent transit routes with bus stops nearby to support exactly what we're talking about? I'm just wondering to make sure that we are providing access as needed in a capacity because that is a key aspect of access. We want to make sure we're not avoiding or not think considering as part of the discussion is that's an important additive part. And I'm not sure. sure we can answer that question in this room right now, but I just wanted to add, yes. add it to the conversation.
0: Pretty much they are. And while we're looking, uh, Mr. Saunders, did you have opportunity in conversation with libraries, especially relative to the extended hours that um, Mr. Jones was discussing? Did you all have conversation with libraries?
2: Yeah, we can.
7: <laughs> um I, I, obviously fire our um, library instructor Scott fire signs here and can speak to kind of the plans within the enhanced operational funding that's in the um, current budget proposal um and then we can, then I'll take the question about additional, but i will let Scott go ahead.
6: Good afternoon, everyone, Council Newville. I came prepared to speak to uh, the funding that's in the budget as proposed, and I want to thank you all for listening to our board members and listening to our advocates. Um, I mean, you're aware we serve at all Richmonders, birth to 100. You're supportive of that. With the funding that's in the budget currently, um, we would be able to take uh, – we're at 423 hours. We'd be able to raise those to 471 across the system. Um, This would mean evenings, so evenings, and that would be evenings until eight o'clock. All locations with the current funding would uh, have at least two days of the week open to the public until 8 p.m. Main library would be open uh, Monday through Thursday until 8 p.m. So that means evenings, right? So evenings means more hours after six o'clock, which will enable our patrons who have limited time to visit our libraries, to check out books, to attend a variety of programs. Um, Our Richmond residents will have uh, more computer time to study, do research, job search, stay in touch with their families, friends, access meeting rooms, study rooms, services, fax copying, printing. Um, And then as we restore staffing hours, we're going to seek to expand hours beyond this conservative estimate. Um, So, 23 funding also allows us to um, ramp up our collections. We'll be able to restore funding. We took an 8% cut in 19. Uh, We're going to be able to – increase our book budget over this current year by 19.4%. That means 6,000 more books per year in the collection. Um, We are very concerned about how we can better serve our uh, youngest patrons. Uh, We want to support them and their caregivers um, and getting them ready for kindergarten. So in the past two years uh, have been troubling for children in Richmond, and you will see us lead and support with a major effort towards childhood literacy. So. Those are the key things we're gonna be able to do with this funding. Um, We appreciate all of you being champions for us. Um, What you're talking about right now, we could restore Sundays at Ginter Park, Main Library and Broad Rock. Um, So that's where we're at. I I don't know if you know this, but this year we're going to turn 100. November 16th will be the 100th anniversary of Richmond Public Library. And um, as all the institutions in the city, we've been witness to some of the best and worst things in the city. Uh, but in the next 100 years, we're going to set a new chapter and you're going to help us do that. So we appreciate your support in this conversation and your your support and advocacy of us. Thank you. And I'm Council- happy to take any other questions.
0: Yes, Councilwoman Trammell. And then
8: um, I wanted to ask you earlier, I know that you had given us the numbers before. How many people used the Broad Rock Library on Sundays before COVID was hit? Before we got hit with COVID,
6: um, Sundays was one of our busiest days. You know, it's we're open from one to five. Um, we would probably see about fifteen percent of our usage on a Sunday, of uh, like from week to week. Um, so it was definitely one of our busiest days. You you would be surprised, but that four hours is a time, as you said. No, that- I'm
8: not surprised because I have ridden, I have rode by there and seen the lines and seen all the cars. And I know that now with so much of the population increasing in the eighth and ninth district in the past two years, I can only imagine once because everybody keeps asking when are we're we gonna open it back up on Sundays. That's right. You know, we I mean a lot of people in our district do not have computers, do not have the internet, can't afford it right now and they
6: depend on the library. That's right. And broadband is very difficult in South yes. Side. Mm-hmm. Um and you know, one of the things that's happened over the last two years, we've seen a decrease, especially in our Latinx uh, population. Um, I think that COVID scared them away. It did. Um, and so we are eager to get out into their community because to connect with our Hispanic and Latino population, we really need to make that connection. They need to see you in person. That's how you build trust. And um, we just have a fantastic branch manager down there who will be out in the community. And we're really looking forward to um getting them back in. And Sundays are definitely a key day for them because it's a day that they're able to be off work.
8: That's right.
6: And so um, that's why we want to be open. So.
8: Plus we had um, the bus that runs through Broad Rock too.
6: That's right. And we, as you know, we've done a lot of work at Broad Rock. I mean, uh, Councilor Jones was out there and uh, we just completed a major product with stormwater and landscaping. And we opened up some areas on the outside of that library so that you know, if COVID returns or if we need to take programming outside, we can do that. That was our big thing that we pivoted during the pandemic. You know, we had to figure out how we could best serve our patrons, how we could safely serve our and, patrons.
8: And let me say this, too, with Councilman Michael Jones having a park um, with the basketball and the benches and all that over there. A lot of the parents are telling me they're going to drop the kids off and go into the library and and do their resumes and things like
6: that. That's right. We have a wonderful synergy with Parks and Rec and what's happening down in that area is pretty amazing. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Councilwoman Lambert.
5: Thank you, Madam Chair. Um, Thank you for all that you do. I know the libraries are integral to our community. Um, My question is, with this funding, is this also addressing the staff issue? I know a lot of employees have spoken to us Um, in public comment, talking about funding. Since we've put funding in for salary increases, has that addressed the need for more staff for the libraries? So if we're going to extend hours, I just want to make sure we have the staff to do it and the salaries are comparable to them being taken from us from other jurisdictions. So, is that addressed as well? I just want to make sure.
6: Um, let me say that was one of the things in the proposed budget and administration and the mayor's office, and you all have worked together very well to get uh, our wages up for our staff. Okay. Um, our, our long-term staff are going to see in this budget a 5% increase. That will help set them apart, and also moving starting wages to $17 will definitely make us surpass our peers. Okay. Henrico and Chesterfield, their starting employees in libraries are not at $17 an hour. We'll okay. be competitive. We, we had been behind because mm-hmm. our starting wages for our mm-hmm. beginning folks were $13.60, mm-hmm. which, um, as you know, McDonald's makes $15 an hour. Mm-hmm. So uh, I have to say uh, that is a huge, mm-hmm. huge step forward for not only a library, but I have to say for the city because we'll now our employees will be able to have a competitive wage. So
5: that's awesome, and it'll make
6: a difference for us.
5: um, The other question is just that: will all the libraries be extended? So, or is it just the two you were you mentioned, Ginn Park and Broad Rock?
6: So, for evenings, all of the libraries will be able to be open for at least two evenings a week until eight o'clock. Okay. Um, Okay. Main library will be open uh, four days a week, Monday through Thursday, until eight o'clock. If we can figure out some, streamline some services, mm-hmm. um, replace some of the positions, you know, we've we've been challenged in staffing as well. It's mm-hmm. been difficult to hire. Mm-hmm. I mean, every, every department director's had challenges hiring, but those wage increases and the wage, uh, the comp and class that mm-hmm. corrected a lot of uh, inequities mm-hmm. uh, will help us. But we we should be able to restore our personnel to a level where we can extend the hours. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard for me to say exactly how many hours, but I Two nights a week and four nights a week at Maine is is definitely the baseline, mm-hmm. um, but that's what the basic funding gets mm-hmm. us. Um, Sundays would would be would have to be in addition to what what the administration has proposed and the mayor's proposed and what you have in front of you. Okay, does that answer your
5: question? It does because I know you all have partnered with like the Daily Planet and you'll have yes. the mobile units, so those are the more the out of the box solutions to help address the the situations we have. So it's good to hear that you already are doing that. So we just need to put more emphasis on that. So
0: thank you. I appreciate that. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Vice President Robertson.
3: Thank you very much and appreciate the conversation and excited about what's in the plans for the main library. Very exciting. If so, Sunday is not included in the budget as we currently have it um You mentioned three branches uh that you would consider as for for Sunday. Is that at an additional cost, and if so, how much?
6: Um, yes, ma'am. That would be an additional cost for Sundays because right now, as proposed in the budget, this would get us back evenings as I've understood. Up, as I've
3: understood. So what's the dollar amount for Sundays?
6: I wish I could give you an exact number. I can, you know, it, it would take me a little bit of time to, to give you that for, uh, all of the locations. But with what Councillor Jones has proposed and what we're talking about, uh, just off the top of my head, you know, uh, It would restore where we were in in 19. So that would be Ginter Park, Main Library, and Broad Rock. That would be that cross-section north to south.
3: How much? Just rough. We're not going to hold you to it, Uh, but we do need to have a sense of what we're talking about if we consider just those three for Sunday.
7: I think we – I don't know that we need a a huge amount of time, but if we could have a little bit of time to kind of crunch the numbers to get you guys a more accurate estimate, I don't want to just say – Two hundred thousand, three hundred thousand, four hundred thousand. I'd love to have a little bit of time to do the math. I don't think it will take us long, but we could
3: okay.
7: sharpen some pencils real quick and come back with at least an estimate.
3: How much time are you speaking? Um,
7: Twenty minutes, thirty. You know, I mean, we're okay. we're looking at you know what what multipliers would be on on staff hours based on salaries, et cetera. So okay. I think we could give a reasonable estimate for that. Right. Again, talking specifically about the additional restating Just Sundays.
3: Sundays Just Sundays for those three locations.
7: Yeah, we we can sharpen our pencils and get you a number here shortly. So in about 20 minutes? Yes. Okay, thank, thank you.
0: Thank you. Yes, uh, Councilwoman Trammell.
8: And also the numbers of people that have used those libraries on Sundays. Thank you. Thank you. Okay.
7: It, thank it, you. If we could, we'll... Um, A group, you know, group of us will go back and come up with an estimate and and bring it back just as soon as we can. Thank you. I mean, and yeah, sorry. uh,
0: Mr. Saunders, okay. Uh, Yeah, just wanted some clarification relative to RPS, but we'll... um, staff will come down and get that. I'll
3: so get send them to you, we We'll
0: come back Members, we will now take that 10-minute break. And let's, miss Eichelberger, are you?
1: No, the, um, at, at at this point, Samson and I have gone over the numbers and the spreadsheet's calculating correctly. Okay. Um, you still need to come up with the, the net. The net of the change did save on net a few dollars. Okay. Uh, it saved on net about $5,000. Um, but to bring back into balance to that column, uh, you still need to find 86,000 and some change. Okay. Um, and so we're certainly make some suggestions, but my preference would be to hear from council members on where they would like to trim back a little bit.
0: Sure. Thank you. Um, If we would, um, the lunches are here. If you would like to go on and take lunch break, which gives the administration time to uh, come back with the numbers um, that we're asking for, if you'd like.
2: Yes, in the back. And if. Madam
1: Madam President, if. If we're going to hold for a little while to, uh, we're going to be discussing. Folks, to come back. Um, If I could make the suggestion that, in the interest of time, I have some. You proceed to the capital budget, at least the overview of what you've got to go through.
0: Yeah, folks have already gone out to take the break, so let's we'll take the break until um, uh, ten minutes till and return.